Hello, Scott L. here from Ghostly Talk, bringing you another wonderful action-packed episode. You know, I always forget to mention, and we need to start doing this consistently every week. We are on Facebook. We are on Instagram. Go at us on there, friend us, or whatever that thing is you do. Uh, we keep the stuff updated pretty frequently, so check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, and we're on a host of other podcasting uh, platforms. That's all Amber's job. I, I don't really think about that stuff anymore. But if you go to ghostlytalk.com, you can see all of the wonderful places that are nice enough to host our glorious podcast. Anyway, for this installment of Ghostly Talk, we had the pleasure and honor of having two dear friends of ours join us here at the studio who came all the way up from Ohio. Our dear friends Zippy and Scott Sukel came up here and we chatted about Mansfield Reformatory along with a host of other things. So please, enjoy. Saturday night. We haven't done one of these shows in a while. Yeah, it's a Saturday night show. And you know what that means. We have a guest. It's all sexy. Two guests. Two guests. Um, it's sexified here in the basement. It is very sexified down here. The, the, the level of electricity in, in the little studio we have here for this show has uh, quintupled. Mm-hmm. There's, I'm really excited about this. Um, this has been something we've been trying to do for a while. Um, and you know, we were talking about this earlier. We could have just easily done this on the phone uh, with you guys, and we're going to get to you guys in a second here. But we could have, we could have easily done this. Just had you guys call in, have a fun conversation, and it would have been just simple. But you guys decided to drive up here, yes. which you know it's about two, three hour drive for you guys. So it's a reasonable drive, but it's a, it's a, it's a task in its own right. So the first thing I have to say is thank you guys for taking the time to come over here and, and spend time with us. Um, that's uh, ghostly talk love. Yeah, that's, that's very cool. And it's, it's been a better part of, um, I'd say, about a decade since we've all kind of hung out. Mm. Like really Which hung is out. disturbing. It's very disturbing. Um, so I do want to welcome to the show uh, Mr. Scott Sukel. Yeah, from Mansfield Reformatory. It, 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 I mean, can I say that? Well, that's how we yeah, met you, Scott. That's yeah, how we met you. Yeah, yeah you can yeah. you can say that, but I am formally former of Mansfield Reformatory. <laughs> formally, uh, and Zippy's here also. Who's another oh, good friend of ours? Zippy's Hi. here. Hello, Zippy. <laughs> I, I'm gonna have a hard time. We're gonna have a lot of fun with this <laughs> tonight. I know. I want to like give him like, like hey Zippy. Like I want to give him a voice. <laughs> I get that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so guys, thank you. No, I mean this. Thank you for coming out here and hanging out with us. You guys got here earlier today. Actually, like three. It's like what about eight o'clock right now. Oh, it's a blast. You've been an amazing host. Well, thank you very much. Um, you guys, you guys uh, we immediately went after the fucking sauce. It was fun. So we're, you know, and no, we're cool. No, we're all good. You know, now we were we were laughing about that. Some of the shows we've done, you know, with this new run, they've been kind of chaotic and clangy and hectic. Um, so I'm really happy where we're, we are where we're at right now because we have a lot to talk about. 
I the first thing I want to talk about is how you are an oracle that we just discovered. Let, you know what? I'm, I'm glad because I was going to write some notes me? today. I ran out of time. Yeah, Scott's now, a medium. Let's talk about this. I, I, I ran out of time today getting to prepare for this thing, and I wanted to write a couple things down. I'm glad you brought that up, Amber. Let's talk about that for a second. Go ahead, Amber. What do you want me to? I used you. you Dude, I, I set you up. I put you in a no, freaking. No, I don't remember what I, the I, note. Okay, I so, built a helicopter pad of a Segway for you, and uh, you just. Uh, okay, the, I don't. I don't know what the note said, but Scott recently did a Facebook Instagram post about oh, yeah. something that a, uh, a listener back in the day sent Scott, and I. What What did the note say? Well, um. I remember getting this because we, you know, we had a PO box back in the old days, and it was cool. All a lot. I mean, it was really amazing. I mean, a lot of stuff people sent us. We just get all kinds of crazy stuff from people in the mail. Uh, publications always sent us cool stuff. Uh, but one day, I walked down to the post office and went to the PO box. I opened it up, and they're like, "Well, you got a box, or you know, or, uh, like a package." I'm like, "Oh, okay." So uh, I, they give me the package. It's a small one. <laughs> <laughs> I walked right into that one. Um, and I opened the package up in there, you know, and I still have this. We were talking about this briefly earlier. Uh, you know, I have this thing for monster trucks. I just got I just Amber and I just love it. We like we like going to Monster Jam and all these cool things. It just I find them fascinating since my childhood. And I know at that time, this was like maybe 2007, 2008. I was bringing up monster trucks a lot on the show. I all just I was working it in. I was working it in. Right. So this package we got was from this gentleman uh, named Casey and. He sent me this, you know, he sent me a little Mattel uh, toy of the Gravedigger. Super cool. You know, we got a bunch of those around the house here. And um, he sent me this letter. And, I, you know, of course, I don't have it in front of me. But basically, the letter said, you know, hey, I'm, I'm a listener to your show. Um, I know you like monster trucks. And my mom used to work at Mattel. So I used to get all this cool stuff. And I figured I'd send you one of these things. You know, he's like, and he's like, well, my mom recently died. And, uh, <coughs> excuse me. And he's like, uh, you know, I want to thank you guys for, you know, you guys got me through some tough times here. You know, it was just one of those things like you know, we used to get a lot of cool mail, but that was one of those ones that stuck out. I was like, wow, man. That... I mean, it was tear jerking. I was kind of like reading the letter, walking back to my, my condo back in the day. And I'm like, man, this is heavy shit. Wow. So I've always kept that letter. I kept it in my office and I kept the toy, too. I never opened it up, didn't do anything. I just kept the toy as it was. And I was going through some stuff. Uh over the week here just doing some house cleaning and whatnot and i it's been sitting on my shelf for years like one of the shelves in there and yeah i pulled i'm like oh wow holy crap man so i decided to share that i took a picture of it the letter and and i uh and the and the toy and i thought it was just really neat because you know i and i i think in the in the post i made i said you know this really makes it worth it this really does make it and i know it's cliche to say that but that really makes this show for what it is now and what it was before it's those cool things that we would get from people that especially that from from that that gentleman casey uh that really touched me it was it was amazing and it's i'm glad to know that you know people that was just my whole trip you know with this facebook post um well (laughs) i mean it's a small world because yeah that particular guy i guess he still listens to the new show what we're doing now and he posted on there and said holy crap you kept that thing that's great he's i'm really glad you kept the toy and and in the letter and whatnot he's like it's funny because um, the day you posted that or whatever he said in there, we could probably look at our phones and look at this thing. But uh, he's like, it's funny because the day you posted that, that, that post with the, the picture, that was my mom's birthday. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Good timing. 
Yeah. I, yeah. You know, and that really did like what? How, well, because I, I I can tell you guys. I mean, it's it's a fact. I mean, Casey obviously is a really cool person, but I don't know the dude. I don't know him at all. Um, and just it was just this weird thing that happened. Am I saying? Well, I am an oracle. I think I am. I yeah, kind of put I'm my arms start, up and we said, "We should start calling you Madam Lambert." <laughs> <laughs> I have the gift. I can tell the weather by my nipples. Thank so you, Bonnie. That. <laughs> That's great, Bonnie. We all have our own special gifts, Scott. I, 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 it was kind of numbing. I was like, "Wow!" Like I, and I don't know. I'm not going to sit here in all seriousness. I'm not going to say, oh, my God, I have the gift, and man. his I'm gonna... name is Chase. Chase. Oh, Chase. The guy's name is Chase? What did I call him? Casey. Okay, I'm sorry. Chase. Sorry about that, dude. Casey. Chase. I'm sorry. Ugh. Well, I feel bad. <laughs> yeah, well, there goes your mediumship skill. I know. I... You didn't even know his name. <laughs> you didn't even know his name. Scratch that theory. Yeah. But no, no, that was really cool. And, you know, I don't know. It's kind of one of those weird things. Like, we've talked about that stuff over the years on the show a lot about these weird little things that happen to people um, where, you know, it's very easy, I think, to attribute them to a coincidence. Um, but I, I tend to lean myself more on the side of that happened for a reason. And, you know, I'm not, again, no, I'm not an oracle. No, I'm not, not I'm not a medium. I'm, I'm as psychic as this, this cup I'm holding in my hand right now. Uh, but something. That's my favorite psychic cup. This red one? Yeah. It's a really, really profoundly spiritual cup. I wish we had Collins so Scott could give readings tonight. <laughs> that would be so great. Scott, actually give each one of us a reading. You, do you want this? Yes. You don't want this? I do. I do. <laughs> oh, okay. I do. All right. So who do I start with? Bonnie, because she brought it up. Yeah. Uh, it was Amber's idea, but start okay, with okay, me. Okay, okay, um. Bonnie. All right, Bonnie. All right, all right. Give me a second here. Okay. Get a feel for me. Yeah, uh, feel it. Do you, do you need to rub my butt while you No, think, no, no. I just or? have to do that. I just have to, Kalima. Okay. Kalima. Okay, here we go. Um, Bonnie, I think you need to spend more time with your family. No, for fuck's sake. <laughs> and um, your your dead relatives say that they're fine and they miss you and they love you. And um, I'm seeing a pet. I'm, I'm seeing a pet. Um, uh, like a brown pet, something like that. What, what, what do you have there? Nothing. No, no, it's a brown pet. No. Did no, you no. have a beaver ever? <laughs> <laughs> This is not going to work. <laughs> I'm not giving any more readings. I want money. I think money. that was great. So Bonnie needs to spend time with her, more time with her family. She's got to connect with her spirit animal, the beaver. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I need to pet my brown beaver more I often. Guess. Yes, Bonnie, I, I'm seeing this uh, brown Scott, thing. That was great. You need to pet Contact more. publishers and get a publicist. You need to pet your pet more, your mm. brown thing more, okay. or whatever. Okay. This is getting weird. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, <laughs> yeah, that was like, that's like it. That's we it. That's, know yeah. it was that's all. Go that's there. all I, I have. I don't want a reading. I reject mine. <laughs> that's all I have. Oh no, I'm I'm really a psychic. And now so. he's spent. I'm done. I'm, I, I actually feel drained. <laughs> I need to rest now. The that spirits was, are yeah, gone. The spirit energy drained you. No, I'm and, and that that. Uh, we're being goofy, but no, I, I mean, going back to that situation, I mean, I, it was very weird. I mean, does it change anything? No, don't change anything. But it was just something that happened. And this is what we always say to people is pay attention to stuff like that. 
you know, pay attention to things like that. Don't just blow those things off and brush them to the side. Those are things I think you can really learn from. And, you know, I can count tons of things similar to that that I've noticed over my entire life that, you know, just weird things. And, you know, I guess we can call them coincidences because it's easy to identify with that term. Um, I don't really believe they are, though. I think they were supposed to happen for a reason. Um, and I think you're put here all the time to do things like that for a reason. You're put in places for a reason. And they're not always good places. Sometimes they're bad places you have to, but you're there for a reason. Um, and maybe I was put in that situation where I found that monster truck toy, that, that grave digger toy, and that letter that I kept with it for a reason that day to maybe help, maybe help chase out. Maybe he was having a rough time. I don't know, you know. So to chase on that, hey, hey, best, you know, respect, man. Thank you again for that toy. That really, you, I mean, it's obvious that I've held on to that for, for so many years now. That really meant a lot. So that was, that was a really cool thing. I'm glad, I'm glad I did that. I'm glad I put that thing up there because, yeah, the weirdness of that kind of uh, spun up. So that was cool. I'm glad, you, I'm glad you reminded me of that, Amber. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So what else? <laughs> what else are we going to do tonight? Well, I want to talk to... Zippy and Scott yeah. about how we met them and the amazing, weird world of giving tours to people. Like, you got to have some nightmare stories and some pretty weird things giving as, probably as many tours as you have through a notoriously haunted well, prison. How many years did you guys do it, first off? I think I did it for about 12. Eat the wow. mic. Eat the mic. Sorry, I think I did it for about 12. How many years do you do it, Scott? Uh, 300 years. That Let sounds me right. See, I left right before my 21st year. Wow. Oh God, wow, dude. that long? Yeah. Yep. We met you guys there. And it was just, I don't even know. Maybe it was, it was through the show or something like that. I don't know. We struck up a friendship there. I think it might have been one of the cleanup weekends. Well, for, was it? For, for me, I remember I was. Out on the front porch with another volunteer, Cheryl. We call her mom. And there was this... Eat it. There was a... (laughs) (laughs) There were two gentlemen, and I use that term very loosely. I know where this is going. I'm going to die laughing in a second. That were (laughs) handing out their stuff. Um, You know, CDs. You should be more specific than stuff. Well, they're handing out CDs and stuff like that and all that and... So I went up and I talked to them, and they handed me some CD and told me that they had a little show going on. So I started talking to them and all that stuff, and yeah, here I am. Here you are. A decade yeah. later. Yeah, actually, actually. Over a decade later, actually, probably. I, th- I think that was probably 2000, 2001. Maybe, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, it's also foggy now. Yeah. Um, I do remember, yeah, we just all started talking, and, you know, that's what I do. We just, you know, obviously you were telling us stuff about the building and, yeah, and whatnot, yeah. uh, but obviously there was this goofiness we could all smell on each other, too, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and the sarcasm and all the stuff that yeah. we're known for. And um, one of my fondest memories, and I don't even remember who the hell this dude was. You might remember who it was. We were there for a weekend, and I, I think it may have been me and Doug on the porch. We were out on the front porch of uh, you know one of the big porches out there in front of the in front of the prison. And um, the Amish. <laughs> we oh. were like we were like I think I think Doug you know being his inquisitive self was like oh, the Amish. I think he was asking somebody like well, well there's a lot of Amish people here that's really cool. And I don't know who this dude I don't remember who this dude was. You you may remember because I mean this is this sticks out for me. We we had this conversation and this guy just kind of 
flips out into this total diatribe, and he's like, you have no idea. He's like, you think they're all nice and stuff, dude. Bullshit. Those people are partying, man. He's like, you know how much weed they grow back in those hills? Oh, yeah. And he's like, and he's like, and he's like, the Amish weed is the best weed you've ever had in your life, man. And he's just going on and on. I mean, he just kept going, and he, he just, I broke a rib that weekend. <laughs> yeah. Him just riffing on just telling us about how crazy the Amish actually are. And I, the thing is, to this day, I don't know if he was being completely truthful or if he was just goofing with i don't know man but it didn't we were we were crying man you know for as uh as as marijuana goes i am not a partaker in the in the the devil's lettuce (laughs) (laughs) but i know some people who are and i i don't know if they have ever had any of the product of the amish fields no, um, I, can't say I, have. I mean that's organic. Yes, but but I can wow. I can imagine the the Amish their their produce is great. Yeah, yeah. So the the weed has to be great too. I imagine just any of their crops. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And th- this I I really wish I remember who this dude was because he was killing. We were just falling <laughs> over. He just kept. He's like, no, they they got cars. I see him out at the bars just drinking and getting messed up, and they're partying. And he just he just kept riffing on this, and I just. It was the craziest, the Amish weed. He's like, the Amish weed. You never had Amish weed, you're out of your mind. It's the craziest shit I've ever had in my life, man. Awesome, awesome. It's those little wonderful things about yeah. Mansfield Reformatory um, that, you know, kind of, you know, made that in, like our favorite place to go yeah. to for many, many years. You know? Yeah, back in those days, it was it was a good time. Back in those days, it was. It was. I mean, you, you just hit that building and go all over the place all mm-hmm. night. You know, and that's kind of what we did. Yeah. We had the freedom just to kind of learn that building uh, and talk to great people like yourself, obviously, too, who told us all kinds of, you know, interesting stories, amazing things. But the main thing for me was just learning the building. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's, it's it's an amazing building. Um, I mean, the, the, the history. I mean, even just the way it was designed. The, the architect was a Freemason, 33rd degree, and he designed the building you know, using the the thirty third degree mason <laughs> mindset, whatever yeah. that is. Um, so I mean, there's a lot of like Masonic symbolism in there mm-hmm. that a lot of people now don't even. It, it's well, there was a guy named Gary. Gary, I, I don't. We met Doug and I were there one night, and this was before we met you guys, I think. Um, I don't know. Maybe we did. Maybe we didn't. But we and Doug were walking around there one night, and we bumped into this big guy named Gary with glasses, glasses, dark yeah. hair, glasses. Yeah, 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 Gary. Yeah. And we just started chatting with him, mm-hmm. and he's like, "I want to show you guys." He was like, the guy was totally deadpan. Mm-hmm. The guy was like yep. really hard to read. The dude. Yeah. And he's like, "Let's go up to the roof." We we never had <laughs> went, we we never yeah, let's go up to the roof. Um, we never had went up the spiral star staircase in the yeah. library up to the roof area there, yep. right? So he took us up there, and that's a, oh, that's a fucking narrow. That's a yes, narrow staircase. Oh, yeah. it um, is. We went up there that night, and that was a really amazing time with him because we just sat there, and he started. He was explaining these things. He's like, "I want you to look around and tell me what you see." Yeah, you know, and that, and there was just this Gary, like just what I remember, very deadpan, very, you know, very straight. He's like, "Tell yes. me, tell me what you see." And Doug and I are like, "Oh." But I don't know what <laughs> we're just sitting there, just kind of like Beavis and Butthead, not really yeah. knowing what to say to the guy. And he's like, just look around, man, look. And so 
you know, of course, we couldn't figure it out. So he's like, well, there's pyramids. Look around. Everything you see here on all these 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 capstones are yep. all pyramid, well, capstone-shaped yeah. pyramid-type things. Every corner would, of the rooftops. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the, yeah. the candle snuffer rooftops. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yep. And he went into explaining that. And I mean, I think the uh, – who – you know, and I'm, I all this stuff, I forget everything. Who was the architect? Do you remember the guy's name? Levi T. Schofield. Yeah, okay. Yep. I guess the idea – and tell me – you know what you think about this was this this wasn't supposed to be just a place to incarcerate people it was supposed to be a place of healing and re, uh, true rehabilitation yeah uh levi he was uh he's been he has been known to be said i guess at one time he said that he wanted the building to uplift and inspire the incoming inmates uh spirits um you could take that a couple different ways by making it look terrifying well, you got to remember, back in those days, that was... It was state-of-the-art, probably. Yeah, it really well, was. Not yeah. only that, but it was 1896 before Bram Stoker released mm-hmm. Dracula. So, I mean, it was a castle. Um, he wanted, like I said, he wanted it to uplift and the inmate spirits. Well, okay, if you think about it, um, uplifting the spirits could be... He wanted to bring joy to you in some way, or if you look at it now, uplift the inmate spirits. We always had this idea that the turrets that are all over the building with the candles, uh, snuffer rooftops, Mm -hmm. that they were almost like elevators for the spirits, the actual inmates' spirits. Because they are just hollow tubes. Yeah, to go Hmm. up to heaven, the other side, or wherever. Um, that was one idea that we had. So it wasn't just, you know, just looking at the building, a 15-year-old kid that's going in there goes, oh, wow, this is going to be cool. Um, but even a- it seems like even after death, he was thinking about taking the, the transcending the spirits to wherever they go. Mm. Do you yeah. know what that guy's religion was? <sighs> Well, he's a Masons are not necessarily religion. Do you religion, know his but... blood type? I just was curious. I don't know. I don't know if the guy dabbled in spiritualism or something. What's his favorite color, Scott? Question. Now, does that have the... Okay, is this the prison with the largest standing free cell? Or... Yeah. yeah, it's the world's largest yeah. freestanding steel cell block. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing when you go in that building and you look up, it just it never ends. Yeah. I you know Especially when it's dark in there... Um, that was. I have so many pictures that I've kept over the years, of just you know, just shooting pictures like just. And that was the thing, you know, one of the first time that Doug and I went there, we learned a lot of stuff, you know, just from that one visit, mm-hmm. because we got there and we were so blown away by the structure, right? I know we were there looking for ghosts. We were trying to prove the existence of the afterlife, right? Oh yeah. Um, but Doug and I, the first time we went there. We picked it up immediately. There was a lot of people that were going there, and they were getting frustrated. They had their cameras and their stuff, and they're like, man, I didn't get anything. What the hell? Like, It's like, you're not fishing. Dude. Well, they're, they're, not, back. they're not on call. All right, <laughs> yeah. ghosts, be ready. The yeah. next tour is coming through in one hour. <laughs> but, but, like, um, you know, we heard a lot of people saying that. Like, oh, man, this place sucks. This is just bullshit. I paid all this money to come here, and I don't even have any ghosts on film. And... Even back then, Doug and I were like, but dude, wait a minute, man. Like, 
first off, the money you're paying is going to a good cause. It's helping to rehabilitate this building. And it's, you know, to be honest with you, Mansfield Reformatory, and I haven't been there in a while, but even when we were going there actively, I was seeing all this stuff happening there, like the, the results. Like there was a lot of stuff being renovated. It was really cool seeing a lot of really amazing stuff happening at that building. That's one thing, right? Number two, man, appreciate where the hell you're at right now, though, exactly. too. And we, we, we learned that immediately. We're like, okay, I'm just grateful to be in this building. This place is so damn majestic and massive. Um, just to put your hand on the walls of that thing and just feel, just feel like how powerful that – not like, you know, pyramid power or anything mm-hmm. like that. I mean, just feel like that, that – foundation and just feel how strong that is like it, it, it you can't move it it's fucking stone and steel yeah. man right yeah. um we appreciated that more so than the whole paranormal aspect yeah. of things there we yeah. were like i just like coming here and hanging out in this building this is so cool yep you know? that was originally what drew me in yeah i just wanted the freedom of running around yeah yeah just to be there and just experience the building itself and walk around that thing and you know and then think about you know let your imagination run wild to a certain degree and just think about you know what the hell happened here like you know yeah. what when this place was active like what happened in this place like you know i'm not saying bad stuff i'm saying mm-hmm. just regular day to state day stuff yeah. just regular business as usual type things it was uh, tough enough that two of my neighbors were there one in the 60s one in the 80s neither one ever got in trouble again wow really and uh, to this day that yeah the one passed away but the other one has stayed straight and narrow ever since really I mean, I don't know. I mean, I... Was there some type of program that they had that was different for rehabilitating prisoners from other prisons? Oh, they, um, they, they had a bunch of different programs originally. Yeah, from GED to work programs. You had to get a job, and they'd teach you something, anything from printing presses to welding. Um, just depends what job opening was and if you had favors. Yeah, they, they actually, in the, I believe it was the 70s, it was late 60s, early 70s, they had a, um, a pilot... Um, Oh, what do you call it? A Boy Scout Explorer troop in there for the inmates, which hmm. having a Boy Scout, <laughs> yeah, having a like Boy, Boy Scout. Scouts in there, yeah, no, they, like the 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 oh, in, they had their own club type thing, yeah, the the yeah. inmates that would be eligible to be in the Boy Scouts on the outside, they had troop oh so this is for younger people that were incarcerated okay okay i'm thinking like older men in the boy scouts i was like oh no oh no (laughs) that's a that's a weird club no (laughs) i got my hunting badge today (laughs) (laughs) i got my shank badge. (laughs) yeah shank class toilet toilet wine class well this this leads you down the path to a lot of ideas right i mean as far as incarceration and the prison system that even we have today, um, I know there's a lot of ways to look at it as far as, you know, we'll lock them up and throw away the key. You know, they're a menace to society, blah, blah, blah. And I, and I do know that, you know, a place like Mansfield Reformatory is a shining example of, you know, though we're trying to do something better here. Like, okay, this person screwed up, right? They, maybe they, they made a mistake. They, they went and robbed somebody. They were they needed money and they went and robbed. They got caught and they're here, you know. And I think there's a lot of people like in that spot even today. They're in desperate times, and they take on desperate measures, right? And I think that you know there's there's hope for them, you know. And they, and yeah. I think there is this re- rehabilitation aspect. Like, look, we're going to teach you a trade. We're going to help you out here. And obviously, this is what was happening at, at Mansfield yeah. to a large degree. Uh, you know, we're going to teach you a trade. We're going to help you out here. You know, you obviously don't have direct. We have to teach you some direction here we have to we know we have to find your soul find what makes you happy and all that good stuff uh and then you can come out and be a productive member of of society 
I know it's so easy to say that stuff, yeah. but I know it's way more complicated, too, than that. Yeah, the, the, the main goal of the place was to release better citizens. With less that, of a chance of them coming back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, you know, and I... What year did it close? <clears throat> Officially December 31st of 1990. Wow, okay, that's not that long ago, yeah. really. Yeah. So, I mean, literally, we were going there ten, only 10 years after the place was shut down. Yeah. You know, it, yep. it, 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 this is fairly recent still. I mean, we're like talking like nearly 30 years. And yeah. then they built, there's a prison next to it that they built, right? They, there's, there's actually two of them. There's one in what used to be the OSR's yard. That's uh, Richland Correctional. And then like over where the farm used to be, um, that is uh, New Mansi, which is New Mansfield Correctional. Oh, okay. Yeah. There was the one they'd always warn us about. They're like, do not flash your flashlights in that direction. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they got some pretty <laughs> some pretty interesting characters at both of those. So, really? Yeah. Was there ever... Well, no, I don't, I don't want to get... Because I know... Because we always got warned. That was like a really hardcore yeah. thing. You know, this was like... Anytime we went there, that was one thing they stressed. They're like, do not point your flashes mm-hmm. or your flashlights in the direction of the prison over there, the active prison. Mm-hmm. Those guys will come over here. Yeah. And they will hunt you down. They'll get you and take you over there. Then <laughs> put you in there. They, they were really hardcore on that. I'm just wondering... Um, and if, if you can't answer this, I totally understand. I'm wondering if that actually ever happened. <laughs> like if anybody, if those guys ever, every, if somebody was goofing around and somebody's like, "Oh, we're gonna come talk to somebody over here. They're playing games." See, I remember way back in the day, uh, there was an incident where that's back when the East uh, Guard Tower was open. They um, somebody was screwing around up on the the East Tower. Yeah, and uh, guard came over from the prison that was behind, that's behind there, Ricky, mm-hmm. and uh, came in and gave a rather stern warning mm-hmm. to the people. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, Cut it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're playing games here. Don't be stupid, you moron. We got the... We got the we got, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was one thing. I just remember them always stressing that to us when we went there. Like, do not, yeah. by any means, play around like that. Yeah. They will come over here. Yeah. Or, like trying to go back to the cemetery. Remember the uh, Indiana patrol cops that came over? Oh, what a bunch of idiots. What happened? You tell it best. So there I was. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, there would... See, there are a, a lot of people like to try to get back to the cemetery. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's a no-go. Um, and there were uh, the people that I, that I know of that have gotten caught trying to go back there have been cops. I mean, like. Yeah. What? Yeah. Of all the people. Yeah. Um, there was, a, what, that. Didn't you just say the the Indiana cops? Um, yeah, that turned into a felony stop because most of them were carrying. Oh yeah, that's oh. right. I remember that. Um, they went back to see the the cemetery and the. And this is the cemetery that the prison had. Correct. Okay. That Ohio still owns and uses. Oh, yeah. Oh, so yeah, they still but, use it. Okay, so but it's not open to the public. Absolutely no. not. No. Okay, is there a reason why? Because it's still the Ohio. You need permission to be back there from the state of Ohio and the warden. Okay. Yeah, and and, and, okay. and and also to get to it, you have to drive around partially the perimeter road of oh, one of the open oh, prisons. Okay, okay, that makes sense. So yeah, they sort of frown upon that. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> so these cops went back there to check it out, and the perimeter guards came and uh, pretty much pulled them out of their car, felony style. Oh, they arrested the cops. Well, put they, them on the ground. They put them wow. on the ground. Yeah. 
That's I like mean, ghost hunt gone bad. Oh yeah. Oh, well, yeah. what were they doing there? I mean, really? What? I mean, I I I think the 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 uh, cops that went back there just wanted to go back there and see it. Just some pictures or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I've I went back there one time with permission, and it was it, it's a really cool experience. It's just cool seeing these headstones with, well, they've just got the inmates' numbers on mm-hmm. them. Yeah. But just from me being like a historian of that prison, mm-hmm. um, former, um, I I know who. Uh, who's who? Who's who? Yeah, and they also it also helps that they have like one of the mall directories at the at okay. the. Uh, it has the inmate's name, the number, yeah, and when they died, oh. like at the opening of the cemetery, okay. yeah, yeah. I for those listening too that don't know Mansfield, if you ever saw the Shawshank Redemption, they filmed it's one of the claim the part. Here, yeah. yeah, that's kind of one of the things they they filmed part of that movie uh, in the prison. When when they were filming that, were you guys doing tours? Mm, no, that, no, that was, was about uh, ten years before I got there. Yeah, okay. that, that was that was before the Preservation Society. That was in the nineties. They filmed that movie. I, thought, I forgot what year. Yeah, that movie I think was. that I think that was like ninety three years. Okay, I don't right. remember it how came old that. Ninety four. Yeah. Okay. Because there's parts of that movie there's that props. are still yeah, like props were still in yeah, there. There's yeah. a few. There was yeah. the the room and what was what was carved into the beam still. Red was here. Yeah. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah. That, and that, that was another one of those really because I love that movie so yeah. much. I mean, when I heard caught wind, like you know, they filmed parts of that movie here yeah that, and I, when i saw a red well no it was it was uh oh my god brooks was here brooks so was, was here red. and then he's yeah, yeah, yeah. And so okay, was brooks. red yeah yeah, yeah yeah brooks was here so was red and just seeing that thing for real because mm-hmm. i mean i just that movie's so iconic oh uh, i know i know when we were got wait wait okay wait was there a museum in the in there with like old artifacts with an electric chair am i do i have the right prison yeah yeah, yeah. okay yeah. i'm thinking i'm wondering if i was thinking if my mind was in philly um, was that electric chair actually? I left my mind in did, Philly. Uh, did that actually oh, belong sorry. to the prison? And did they use it, or was that just like a prop sitting there? No, um, that the, that oh. one would have been the replica back then. Yeah, back then that would have been the replica that oh, you okay. saw. Okay, okay, yeah. that was a replica. Okay, yeah, and the, and they never did executions at okay Mansfield. They did them down at the uh, Ohio State Pen down in Columbus. Okay. Yeah. Mm. yeah. When did do you know in Ohio when they stopped doing? Uh, executions for people, like when they got rid of that. When they, when they could, 1960-ish. Oh, I, I, I think it was 1963 oh. was the last. 63 or 64 is, I think, when they la- used the electric chair last. Wow. Because yeah. so, Michigan was actually one of the very first states to abolish capital punishment, so it's trippy to hear about state. I mean, I know some states still have it, but it's weird to think like, oh, they were just doing that since the 60s. Not too long ago. Mm-mm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it's. But yeah, there was the, there was that piece we talked about the obviously the Brooks was here type thing. There's also the, just to throw that other thing out too. I don't know if they still they should, I'm sure they still have it that prop the uh, the sewage pipe. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah oh yeah, that's, that's still there. Yeah, which is just another thing that blew my mind, sticking my head in that thing. Like, oh my god, Andy Dufresne crawled through here. Wow, that's so. <laughs> I, he didn't crawl through there. I don't think, but uh, he stuck his head in there. Mm. But that, I mean, those those little things. That just that's fun stuff that's to go check out yeah. with the place. Yeah, sure. uh, and that just blew again. I told how much I love that movie. Yeah. Uh, just to see that, that was super cool. And that, you know, like the Brooks, you know, that carving. That's like in the administration area uh, of the prison, if I remember correctly. Thirty-four I think, middle administration. Yeah, yeah, administration. 
You can go down to. We're just like doing the doing the guided tour now of the building, I guess. Um, just off memory. Yeah, literally, that's what I'm doing. Um, you know, solitary confinement. They had they had a solitary mm. confinement ward there. Um, which we always enjoyed going, you know, and it's, you know, you get into the lore like, well, yeah, we've heard all kinds of crazy stuff here, you know, in, in solitary confinement. Uh, you know, I don't remember us ever really recording. We did record one thing. We heard, we heard one weird thing on, on Doug's video camera, if I remember correctly. Uh, we got some little voice that popped out out of nowhere. And I know Doug has it backed up somewhere, but we, I remember we played that years ago on the show and it was just Doug and I, talking you know a little mm-hmm. bit in in one of the hallways in solitary confinement and you just hear this little voice in the background say you know like we thought we heard cheers and we're like mm-hmm. we partying what's, you know, <laughs> what's going on here um but that's a, that's a weird you know, it it was spooky i didn't like yeah, being I, down I, there that was my least favorite part when we'd all break off into like ghost hunts and stuff and you know kick off the lights and I'm like that, that's the one place I remember not wanting to really be walking alone or I'd want to be in the middle of the group because it always you always had that feeling whether it was real or just in your head that oh god something's behind me something's yeah. behind me well I mean it's it's pretty <laughs> obvious I mean we know what happened there I mean I don't we don't know but solitary confinement is solitary confinement well, for a reason genuinely reserved for the worst of the worst right the way the guard describe it if you screw up in society they send you to jail if you screw up in jail they send you to the hole so, okay. yeah i mean and it's the, meant to be punishment it's punishment for punishment basically yeah. yeah um so i can only imagine like you know from a from a spiritual standpoint or a, a fringe standpoint you know and doug and i believe that too that's why we used to love to go down there and walk around there all the time and try to record and take pictures because um, you know, if there's going to be any type of concentration of psychic energy or emotion and whatnot, we was like, we're, we're going to spend time down here. This is where we got to hang out at, right? Um, and just going down there, yeah, I'll admit, I it was kind of. It I, I'm also with Amber. Shows how much of a man Scott was. Why is that? Solitary. You don't remember this. No, I don't remember what you I do. You and I were down in solitary, and we were sitting in a cell recording, and we both had our backs to the wall and our feet on the floor. Yeah. And something grabbed me from under the bed. And I picked my foot up and looked down and you're like, what's happening? What's going on? What's happening? <laughs> and I'm like, nothing. I just got grabbed. It's fine. And you're like, oh, okay. So then we recorded some more and it happened again. And I picked my foot up and you're like, what's happening? What's going on? And I said, it's fine. It just happened again. And you're like, that's it. We're out of here. We're out of here. <laughs> okay. That sounds right because I keep having these dreams where, like, Scott is hiding behind me. I've literally had a dream the other night that everything in the house that was creepy came alive. And we had a bonus life-size ventriloquist nice. dummy that was sitting in a non-existent chair. And I happened to come out of, like, my room, look down the hall, and the dummy just turns its head and looks at me. <laughs> that and was I, me because I'm And a I dummy. got Scott Please. out. And I'm like, oh, my God, everything. Shit's going weird. What? He just got behind me. I mean, immediately, he's like, that's it. We're out of here. I'm like, what are you freaking out about? I'm the one getting grabbed. <laughs> and Scott just said this today. I, I don't you honestly remember You just said this today. You were like, you know, oh, yeah, I, oh, I yeah. like paranormal stuff, but, you know, if shit starts going weird, you know, I, I'm he's scared out. with the rest of them. He's out, man. He is out. <laughs> that just I'm goes... surprised he didn't leave me in there well, by okay. myself. So that brings me to when you guys the were The unknown giving... equals death, man. Sorry. It, creep, it creeps. You know, I get I get scared like anybody does. When I'll you guys were that. giving tours, did anything, does anything stand out that was genuinely disturbing and creepy? Like, what the hell was that? Okay, I can't explain that. Because I'm sure you had tours where everyone's freaking out. The group mind said, oh, my God, we're on a ghost tour. Dude, yeah. Tell your thing. I got something I want. There's got to be something. 
usually the crowd is so noisy that when you're giving the tour, almost nothing goes on. Right. Um, they all think something's going on, but you know, as the tour guide, you're like, yeah, no. Yeah, half the time it's just the wind rattling the windows, things right. like that you have to point out to them because it's too consistent. Yep. Um, there were some good fun ones, though. Um, Scott's with, thinking. Scott's in deep I can fun. smell it. I know. I can, I can see the steam coming off wow. his head. Wow. Depending on how many hours you have, I could tell you some stories. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, we got some time we here. We got some time, man. Whatever well, you want. What about that uh, super mic where nobody down there pretty much calls me by my real name? I walked past and it called me out, told me to come back. Yeah, that's back in the good old days when, you know, we used to actually do experiments and stuff down there. Whoa, Scott did that. that Scott did that. Yeah. I'm sorry about that, Scott. And I suppose the subparagraph to that was one of the advantages of that is it's getting to have the same laboratory week after week where you could try putting a recorder in the same area at different times at different situations to just laboratory test it, just like beta testing. Yeah. See, here's my thing. Oh, it's getting serious mm. now. He's getting He's adjusted. He's adjusting. All right. You want me to adjust you? Oh, God. Come on, Bonnie. <laughs> so. Eat it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm glad you're the one yeah. saying it. Eat it. Time. Eat it. That's right. Eat it. He's been waiting all week for that. <laughs> okay. So. Yeah, yeah. You could have anybody on here um, that, you know, has volunteered at the prison or anything. And, you know, get the history and all that stuff. I was there for, like I said, almost 21 years, and I have a very unique perspective on things. See, a lot of the guys that are there, the guys and gals that are still there, they weren't some dog and pony show. They weren't, at least to me, they weren't. And I know to the volunteers, they weren't. Um... As time went on, they became family. Mm -hmm. There are spirits in there that I have never told anybody about. And if a... The, the, there are spirits in there that I am extremely protective of. And then there's the other ones that, you know... They almost crave the attention. Yeah. Ghostly Toss! <laughs> <laughs> Is it that cold down here? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm perfectly fine. I'm really comfortable now. Just for the listeners, one of the things, um, I don't know if we've mentioned this before, but when we do this show, we do this, <laughs> you know, we don't have some plush studio. Um, we're surrounded by books, uh, DVDs, Blu-rays, and amplifiers. Uh, that's what we use for our soundproofing down in this studio, apparently. Yeah, that, uh, looks, that uh, looks like the wall from Pompeii. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, but what, the other thing we're surrounded by is our, the furnace. Uh, and when we do this show, especially in the winter months, we, you know, we shut the furnace down because when it kicks on, it's relatively loud and it cuts into the sound and all that stuff. So, yeah, it's troublesome for the ladies and it's also uh, troublesome for Zippy now, too, apparently. He's got his gloves on. <laughs> He's got his gloves. Amber's got her blanket on. So does Bonnie. She has her blanket on. Um, so, yeah, it, it gets a little cool down here. I like it brisk, though. I think it's Yeah, this is beyond brisk. It's like, Give me a piece of glass. I'll carve something in it for you. <laughs> no, it's not that bad, man. Etchings by Bonnie. <laughs> so we talked a bit about Mansfield uh, a few minutes ago. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of stuff, other stuff going on, though. I mean, I guess the future. 
I mean, as far as Manfield's concerned. Yeah, I'm a place oh, like that. Is that the right? Is that the right way to go? With this yeah, story? I don't yeah. Know, you know? Um, you know what? I, I I wish the building well. She deserves so much. Yeah. Um, All historical buildings deserve. Oh yeah. 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 I mean, and, and and I hope the 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 history of that building lives on because I was once told by a former um, uh, board president down there. He said, "Without the history." just a building Mm -hmm. yeah so the 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 history needs to live on um the truth about the guys that are in there the families that are in there needs to live on Mm -hmm. um that building needs people who love it yeah um yeah i i i I wish it well and that's and that's the way and that really does hit the nail on the head for me. I mean, really, I mean, a building, a house. I mean, you know, a house, there's houses and there's homes. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, I've told people I've lived with, you know, when I was younger, we'd, I'd roomy up with a friend. And I'd be like, look, man, you know, so we're gonna, we got to do this, we got to do that. But number one, let's make a home. Yes. You know, I know we're two dudes living together and it's going to be crazy. It's going to be wild parties and all this crazy stuff. But it should be a home. We should, be, we should feel safe and comfortable here, right? That's one way to look at it as yes. far as like that. that. Um, but yeah, you really, it's just a building. But, you know, when you have all this other stuff, history, you know, events that have happened that, you know, whether they imprint on some spiritual realm or not, it's still history. Right. Exactly. And to me, that's just as important, at least in our arena that we're in. um, That's just as important, if not more important to me now than going out trying to prove the existence of the afterlife. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think those stories. Yeah, they should live on. Um, they shouldn't be forgotten about. I, I think administrations and cities and, I mean, all over our country, all over the U.S., I mean, especially here where we live, I've watched a lot of historic properties be just leveled. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. in Detroit. But now they're going, oops, yeah. we got to start are. saving this stuff. They are, because, yeah. you know, it was, it, was a, it, was a, it was a desperation move many years ago, and now it's rearing its ugly head because we're, you know— and I'm not pointing the finger at where we live at all. And yeah. this happens all over the country, I think. A lot of places, they get desperate, and they just say, well, fuck all this. We <laughs> we need money. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we need this property. So, uh, And I know it's easier said well, than done sometimes. In, in Detroit's case, too, a lot of the buildings were beyond saving. Yeah. Or there just wasn't enough historical significance. You hate to see any old, cool building go down, but... Yeah. You know, sometimes you just got to pave the way for something new. But, you know, I think I think you need to embrace that. I mean, yeah. And save I, what you can. Some stuff. Yeah. yeah. Save what you can. That's fine. I think um, not to get too opinionated here, but there is a movement now, I think, where of of groups that want to destroy history. They, they want to forget about things that happened, whether they were positive or negative. Look, a lot of shitty things happened in and the past. And you can't yes. rewrite it no matter yeah. how hard you try. You can't. You know, yeah, you can't, you, you can't erase it by removing the artifact. Correct. There's still going to be that memory that will be passed on from generation to generation. People don't forget, man. Right? And, you know, and I'm not fighting this thing, too. I understand both sides of the thing. I, I get that idea, and I respect it, and I agree with it to, in certain ways. But at, at the same time, like... No, man, you really need to be reminded of things. You know, it, it's a really dicey subject. I get it. But, you know, we see this more and more. The point is that I think there's just too many things. It, it's being too quick. And that's not the case for Mansfield. Mm-hmm. It's there, you know. But as you said already, you know, she needs love. She needs attention. Yeah. She needs care. Yeah. You know, um, it is just a building. 
made of steel and concrete. And as we know, those things die too. Correct. They, they erode. They corrode. And that needs care. Correct. Simple as that. I mean, it's really that simple. So this is nothing. I mean, again, this just goes into real life stuff, man. Like, that's the love of a place. Yes. That's when, you know, we discussed that, you know, off the mics here. Mm-hmm. And it's just the love of a place. Yeah. And, I mean, if you talk to – one thing that, that that a lot of people don't realize is if you talk to anybody who uh, volunteers or works at any of these large historic buildings yeah. or even, like, small historic buildings, these buildings themselves have their own spirit, their own mm-hmm. soul. And you it, – it, it, you need to take care of not only the actual physical structure of the building, but also of the soul of the building. Yeah. Uh, or it becomes sick if you don't take care of that also. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's, 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 that ties in with the whole, you know, keep that history alive. Yeah. Keep, keep it 100% true and keep it alive. Yeah. So, so what else have you been doing since we've last seen you? <laughs> What I mean, have you gone in on the ghost last hunts? ten years? Yeah. Has in the last decade, your meals—we're <laughs> gonna run out of bathroom tape. breaks. <laughs> what have you been doing? Uh, but no, like any significant, like cool ghost hunting jaunts or anything, like still in the realm of the paranormal. Oh man, I've barbecue, been barbecue, ghost hunting, recycling. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> God, don't I... mention the B word around Amber. <laughs> no, not now. <laughs> um, I've been doing a good amount of uh, speaking engagements. A lot of people want me to speak at their conferences for some what? reason. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's few people with the with, with the years you have. Yeah. Yeah. True. That's a compliment to you. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It really is. I mean that 100%. I, I, you know, we were talking about, you know, we, we mentioned earlier the, all the years that you guys have had, you know, working at least at Mansfield, yeah. right? Um, yeah. That makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. I, I've, I've, I've actually been in the – I started in Mansfield – late 90s but i've been doing the, the paranormal investigation since 93 wow so. i was 12 <laughs> don't you just hate her now don't you just hate her i can shut her mic off if you want man. oh it's cool. look at the time zippy we gotta go <laughs> <laughs> um oh man the, I, I like i said i've been doing a, a, a good amount of speaking engagements yeah um i poof I've been down to St. Albans uh, Sanatorium down in Virginia, mm-hmm. which super cool place. Um, they have a convention down there every year. Love the people too. Very welcoming. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, if anybody's down in Radford, Virginia, end of uh, April. Good example of people are there for the love of the building there yeah. too. Oh yeah. You can just um, tell they have that spark. Yeah, I, I, I highly suggest you check that place out. Uh, maybe hear me blather around about something. Um, <laughs> let me see. There's another cool place, um, Collinwood Art Center, which isn't that far from here. Oh yeah, that was a fun one. Yeah, that's yeah. A, that's in Tuledo. Um, Tuledo. Yeah, that's in Tuledo. To, uh, <laughs> down in Toledo. <laughs> I had to think about that for a minute. I'm like Tuledo. Where's that? <laughs> oh, um, Toledo. It is. Um, man, I forgot what college it is, but it's a. Um, it was originally like Ursuline College or something like that. Yeah, and it's you walk in there and the place is. It's a time capsule. Yeah, I mean it's 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 beautiful in there. Heat's still on, air conditioning still works. Great place. Um, <laughs> How old is it? Yeah, uh, old. Um, 
I, I want to say the original part of it's 1850s. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. That is old. Yeah. yeah. It started out as a house that they just kept building onto. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, my goodness. That library. Oh, that was beautiful. With all gorgeous. The books under glass. Yeah, they God. Gorgeous. Too We're bad. talking sex to Amber, man. Yeah. We're talking dirty to Amber. Yeah. Um, I, if I'm not mistaken, it's even got the, the old sliding uh, oh. ladders and all that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Amber just had a moment. Yeah. <laughs> um, that place is really cool, and the, the administration and the volunteers there are just yeah. amazing. Um. I'll be there, and I think. And the coolest darn attic. Yeah, it's got a really cool attic because they've got like two different, um, two different uh, theaters, and it's it, you can go above the the rotunda or whatever they call it. That's above the theater, the big boob looking thing. Yeah, upside yeah down, rotunda. Looking, yeah. So uh, technical terms. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Or the yes. boob. Yeah, the, the boob. The upside boob. down boob. Babe. And it's the size of a theater, so it's huge. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Um, but yeah, that that's an amazing location. Um, boob. Boob. <laughs> boob. Um, and when are you going to be there? I, uh, I'm pretty sure November. Um, I don't even want to think about November right now. Yeah, I know. Um, is that November? Yeah, whatever. Look it up. Google it. <laughs> Google it. Um, another interesting place is uh, Pottstown Elementary. Okay, I've been hearing a lot about that place. Mm-hmm. What What's the background? What's the story with that place? It was a school. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love you so, so much in this moment. <laughs> so there wasn't like a massacre of little kids. It was just a, a school was that a school. Clo- like closed down and now they have like activity oh the reason they had to shut it down is because fifteen thousand children died there well that would be something well, that's well, significant no. yeah i i i i don't I know i i think it was just one of those things I, I don't really know the history of the place um it looks like it was done and built and it it, it it looks a lot like one of those schools that was built in the 20s okay um but well, it's, it, it, it's just a cool location yeah i i i know they're Back a few years back, there was some um, some some negative stuff said about it. Um, mm-hmm. So when I went there, I went there with you know little little trepidation. Okay. But I went there and yeah, I I had some experiences like shadow people and stuff okay. like that. Oh, um, we were off by that by ourselves taking a few pictures and the door slammed behind me and I know we're the only one on the wing. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's an interesting building. Uh, oh, well, and anything like, you know, schools, hospitals, prisons, they all seem to ha- collect energy of some sort. I mean, yeah. those places notoriously seem to have some yeah. type of energy going on. Yeah. Some and, kind of weirdness. And I just found out that uh, my wife's mom went to school there for a little bit. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Mm. Um, so, yeah, there, there's a lot of interesting locations that are out there. Um, I really like the one down in Virginia. I really like St. Old, Albans. Old asylums are the coolest oh, yeah. to go through. Yeah, There's one in Michigan, uh, the Traverse City uh, State Hospital, and they've never done ghost tours through it because when they decided to remodel it, which was great, like in 2000, mm-hmm. and it is currently still to this day, from what I know, uh, the lar- the largest redevelopment, historical redevelopment uh, project in the United States because this place is one of these sprawling, massive, multiple buildings. Okay. When, when it when it shut down in like 1988, 
they just closed their doors. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people had to leave. Uh, Traverse City had a large amount of homeless people with mental illness just kind of walking the streets for a while. And then the buildings just sat. So, of course, urban explorers and paranormal investigators yeah. and everyone, they start poking through. And, and a lot of these places had or the room still had like the medical equipment yeah. super creepy stuff that still blows my um, mind to this day like that how the, i'm sorry to interrupt you amber go ahead well i i was just gonna See, say they, they never wanted to do <laughs> they never wanted to do ghost tours because you had lead paint peeling yeah. off the walls asbestos you know you had all that stuff but now there are still a few buildings that haven't been remodeled and they're doing – I love how these historical societies, they kind of want to monopolize or, – or, well, that's probably the wrong word. But they, they want to do something with the ghost thing, but they don't really want to, like, pursue it because yeah. of the negative connotation. Yep. Or that's just – they're that type of historical society that doesn't like that kind of attention. Yes. So they are doing Twilight tours. Oh. So they're giving you tours sort of at that dusk Twilight moment. Twilight tour. And mm. I've heard that, yes, they don't talk about ghosts – stories or anything like that unless mm-hmm. you get like that certain tour guide that yeah. will kind of share a few things yeah. you know um but of course they're wildly popular and they're they're booking up like you know whenever they they do them in the summer and so it just goes to show even and a the, bonus for those are usually you can take younger people there too like uh most ghost hunts is like 18 and over 21 right and over, yeah well that's more like 14 or 16 yeah something like that yeah and they're taking you down into the tunnels that were off you couldn't you couldn't go down there unless you snuck down there so there's all these interconnecting tunnels uh, through the different buildings, and then over the years, I've heard stories too about people that used to work there, and they'd be down in the tunnels, um, having to like walk from whatever building, and then they'd see someone down there that they're like, I don't know if that person works here or if they're <laughs> homeless, and they would just like, okay, we're gonna keep walking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, but that building's phenomenal, and that they've preserved it, and now it's condos and offices yep. and shops and restaurants, and it's all in an old asylum. Although that one was a little different because. They really did not practice anything negative. There, there was no straight jackets allowed. Yeah. So it, it's not. It doesn't have like the heinous background like yeah. some of them do. But it's, it's still, and it's a, um, a Kirkbride building, and I okay. know there's not very many of those left. Yeah. Oh, those are beautiful. Yeah. And so it's nice that one was preserved because I think there was three in Michigan, and I might be wrong, but I know there was at least three, and I think that's the only one surviving. Okay. So. Yeah, and another. Uh, oh, it, you just lost one last year, didn't you? Eloise, it was either, yeah, it might have been, well, yeah. It was last I, Well, year. I don't know if Eloise was a Kirkbride or not. I, I, I'd have to look up my history. But, yeah, I mean, we, we did lose one of the old asylums. No. It's, it's gone. Now, a, a, another thing that I'm, I'm, it's looking like I'm going to start helping out with is there is a cemetery down connected with uh, Moundville uh, Penitentiary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I might be starting to help out with finding like um lost graves oh fun that are back there are you actually going to get like um the seismic stuff and like do the ground penetrating sonar i was just going to bring a shovel (laughs) (laughs) maybe because that would be awesome are you talking about white gate yeah might might be getting into uh there to find some some old graves that have Fun. been lost over the years. Some were lost on purpose. Eh, well, yeah. <laughs> um, there's actually, um, how we were talking earlier about coincidence and just. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the the wife and I, we went to <clears throat> see our friends in, we'll just say a Midwestern state. And while we're in town, well, in the town, there's really nothing to do. So. We're sitting there on the porch, and uh, the friends that we went to go see are like, well, 
do you want to swing past the old uh, asylum? That's, you know, in the next town over. Like, yeah. 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 Why haven't we been there already? Yeah. The, and, and they're like, well, we can't go in it or anything, but it's just a really, really cool building. All right, fine. So we're sitting there, and our friend's neighbor comes over and says, hey, you, you know, you're, you must be Scott and Krista from, you know, Ohio. Uh, you know, what are you guys going to do when you're in town here? And our friend was like, well, I'm thinking about taking him down to the old asylum. We'd love to get in, but... And the guy's like, you want to take a tour? <laughs> well, that was easy. Yeah. <laughs> so we're taking a tour, or we uh, we ask the guy, yeah, how, how do we do it? And the guy's like, well, I'm the caretaker. Oh, oh so, wow. So, yeah, we end up, um, you know, driving out there, and he takes us into this building, which is immense. Um, it, the thing that really struck me as soon as you walked in the heat was still on. It was in beautiful condition. Um, the floors were still mopped. There was no dust because I guess they had just shut the place down a few months before and moved all the patients to a different uh, local asylum or a local, a new, the new asylum. Yeah. So whenever they had, you know, whenever they'd have a, a patient having a bad day, well, they sort of trained them at the old asylum to, you know, get a broom, hmm. take a rag, start start mm -hmm. dusting. So what they would do is they would take the people back to the old asylum, and they would do that there because they were just so used to, you know. Well, that's dusting. healthy, too. Yeah, it's very exactly. Healthy. So, I mean, this place is gorgeous. It's in the middle of nowhere. Um, the state that it's in still owns it, so, yeah, forget ever right. getting in there. Um, but I mean, it's speaking of libraries, he's like, well, you want to go see the library? I'm like, yeah. So he takes <laughs> us down there and it is, imagine if you closed your eyes and thought about a medical library from 19, the 1950s, that's exactly what it was. All the books were still there. Wow. Um, the old typewriters were still there and it looks like you stepped back into the 1950s. And then oh, as you're walking awesome. through this building, you're looking at all these paintings that were done by past um, patients. This one guy was a, an amazing painter doing portraits and all that, except he didn't do hands really well. <laughs> no, I can't do hands. No one can do hands well. That's hard. So it's like you would have this amazing portrait. and then With the, stubs. The no, the fingers would be like 15 inches long. Oh, okay. Well, that's, cre <laughs> that's was, creepy. It was crazy. I'm, I'm hoping that eventually uh, the state would open it up to tours. I would like to see states open a lot of these locations up to tours just because if you look at it now, that, that they're losing money on right. these buildings. And they can yeah. just be historical tours. Yeah, they don't exactly. have to have a paranormal slant to exactly. them. I mean, just because there's history nerds like me. I don't yeah. I don't care if I go somewhere and they don't tell me one damn ghost story. Yeah. I, I just want to know, like, what yeah. was the history? And actually, when, when we were coming back from there, we uh, there were two um, bird, bird cage jails. There's three left in the United States. We stopped at one. What's with a bird place. cage jail? Okay, normally, you know what a normal cell block mm -hmm. is. Yeah. What this is, is imagine... Merry-go-round in the middle of a cell block with only one opening? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, imagine like a like a um, uh, Trivial Pursuit pie. Yeah. 
those are the cells. The cells are shaped as pies, and they're in this the stacked cylinder. And on the outside of them is the is the cage, which is stationary. And they would have to rotate the entire oh wow um, all the cells if they wanted the person in the third cell to get out. They would have to spin the cell block so the that cell would be where the opening was. And what year do these go back to? Or I guess long, de- long time century ago. or decade. I mean, are <laughs> yeah, we talking yeah. like 1800s or early yeah, 1900s? I would or? I would say probably late 1800s. Okay. Motor driven or is that was that crank driven? Um, I believe it was motor driven. Motor driven. Yeah. Right. Now the the reason there were there's three left in the United States. Uh, we went to go see the one in Omaha with our friends, and then on our way back, we got hungry. So Chris is like, oh, you know, there's an Applebee's up here. Let's get off here and. As we're driving to Applebee's off the highway, well, shit, there's the second birdcage oh, jail wow, right that there. Close. So, yeah, we, we ate, and then we went back there, took another tour, and it, it was amazing because just by happenstance, we hit two of the three that are still left. I guess the reason they shut those down is because the inmates, they would, like, stick their, like, hands outside of the bars. Oh, God. Yeah, and when they would spin the... The, crunch uh, yeah they exactly. break their hands mm. yeah so they 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 quit using them they did that on, pur- on purpose or I, I i think that the inmate would just you know stick his arms out and everything just to you know hanging out yeah and then they wouldn't realize that it was rotating again mm-hmm. and bad things happened <laughs> from an engineering standpoint i mean i've heard of these things but never really heard the detail of yeah. how they worked yeah an engineering standpoint that's insane to me so it's like well first off how do you deal with the plumbing well it'd be a fire nightmare too yeah, well, yeah. Oh, it's a total fire nightmare. Yeah, I, those people are gonna die. You can't. You can't. I. I, I don't imagine those things spin very fast. No, no, no. It's not like a you know a Ferris. It's not like wheel a gravitron. <laughs> yeah, <a> <laughs> Everyone's just stuck to their cell block wall yeah. while it spins. Just fly off the wall and hit <laughs> it. Cool, I'd like to see it. Everyone pukes when it's I mean, done. Plumbing for one thing. To me, it's like plumbing. I mean, you gotta have the you, you have the plumbing there. How the hell does that? turn and uh, i don't know never even crossed my mind magic no they probably <laughs> magic. The, magic i mean i assume when that was built there was no plumbing it was probably a pot and it just like fell to the bottom and somebody mopped it i'm up. sure it was a like a chamber pot so yeah you're probably right yeah because like, you couldn't have plumbing in that you, there's just no way no, I mean, you, no, you, no way you, you pissed in a pot there's no way you could do it yeah that book said the ohio pen didn't get its to like 1920s when yeah. they finally got flush toilets hmm there you, I mean, it just, I'm just. So, probably, yeah, yeah. the first 40 years is open, it's probably buckets on the floor. Yep. Slap well, that's a deterrent right there from going to jail. Yeah. So yeah. nice. I don't want to go to jail. Oh, nasty. Yeah. So, Scott, since you've good, been. You can have a lid. Since you've been ghost hunting <laughs> since 1993. When mm-hmm. Amber was 12. When I was 12. Yeah, fuck Okay. Yeah. 1893 <laughs> right? when you started. Yeah, and when you started ghost hunting yeah. with the original, with William James and all the gang. Oh, yeah. You know, you were there for the start of the psychical <laughs> research, you know, everything getting started. Yeah. You, you know, the Fox sisters, you were there. My, right? member, my member card says member number three. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Starting to get offended. Yeah. You know, we're the same age. Ah, Bonnie. <laughs> so. Pointers with the gramophone for the first EVPs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So has your opinion and beliefs in the spiritual world changed since, like, from then to now, 2019? Has anything changed? Um, my views on stuff, yes. Um, see, back in the day, originally, it was like, oh, this is cool. You had some questions. Mm-hmm. 
Well, you know what? Throughout the years, I've answered those questions, but you've probably heard this a million times. Each question or each answer opens up ten more questions. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I, I have per, I've pretty much come to the conclusion that I personally am never going to to know what the hell's going on. <laughs> no. well, the, I don't... the more you learn, the more you learn you don't know anything. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, and that's yeah, just absolutely. that's what that is. That's exactly. what that whole idea is. Um I, I I have reached the point in my life where I can give a rat's ass about documenting. Once in a while I'll break my recorder out. Is there an echo in here? Keep going. <laughs> um I'm once in a while I'll break a recorder out, but that's it. And that's I hate to say it. Um but most of the time, I don't even listen back. It's like I'll, I'll I'll listen to it real time, and if I don't pick up anything up on it, okay, I'll just erase it. So my thing is just a personal experience. Mm-hmm. It's to get the feeling of the building and all that stuff because I have seen so many people looking at being so focused on their gizmos and gadgets yeah. and all that stuff. That they completely miss what the hell's going on. I uh, there was an incident way back in the day. Um, I was showing a group of people east cell block at the prison, and there was the leader of the group, and he had this. You know, you've seen those big camera rigs. Yep. And they had like every type of meter you can imagine on this damn thing. He was he was point he was on point, and then there were four people behind him in his group, his uh, followers, I guess you could call them, and there was disciples, me disciples. Yes, better exactly. <laughs> and um, actually, the leader of the group was Jim Jones, um, <laughs> and they were drinking flavor. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. yeah, I'm not having any refreshments that night. <laughs> so I'm walking behind the group. The four people are following him, and he's on point, and. He wigs out. He's like, um, my K2 just went up to red. All right, cool. And then he's like, okay, this went up to red. Da, 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 da. I'm getting this reading, this reading. Da, 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 da. Oh, this is amazing. While he's looking at that stuff, the five of us behind them, behind him, see a full-blown full-body apparition walk out of his cell in front of him and just keep walking down the tier in front of the guy. Don't but see he it. never he, saw don't it. Don't see he, it. He never saw it because he was looking down at his gizmos and gadgets. Yeah. So, I, yeah. I, I, it's, it's quite an analogy of life right there. Like, as far as yeah. like that idea, um, and we've discussed this at great length here on mics and off mics. Mm-hmm. And in, in, in regards to the technical aspect of this field, right, you know, I, I – I, I've been on record to say, like, you know, I like to go with the hard numbers. I want to go with the zeros and ones. And, mm-hmm. you know, I want if we're going to have proof, it's going to be hard proof and stuff like that. But I'm the exact same as you now. I, I was getting this way 13 years ago, yeah. honestly. I was I was getting to that point where it just is this thing where it's it's about the experience for me now. Yeah. And I, I, I'm just not interested in taking pictures anymore. Yeah. If I am interested in doing anything, it's audio. Mm-hmm. I like audio. Um, but even then it's like, you know, it's, I just go there Yeah. wherever we go. We just go there. And if something happens, it's mine. Exactly. It belongs to me. And that's the most important thing I think. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And I think I think this is a natural progression. What is going on around? People here? are here. Oh, there's more people coming down. Oh, okay. sweet baby Jesus. Um, I think oh, that's my a. Goodness. <laughs> we have a reunion going on the show as we speak. We have oh, we wow. have people piling down oh, to the basement here while we're. There's like 50 people coming down here. What's going on, man? Hey. How many people have come in here? Oh, my God. Oh, Hi, everybody. We're getting the gang back together. The band's back together, man. <laughs> Woo! Oh. <laughs> what the hell's going on here? Oh, hi, everybody. They're Jehovah Witnesses. What's up, man? <laughs> so, all right. Well, as I was saying, hey, guys. Hi. Sorry, everybody. I didn't mean to run away. No, you guys... Hey, what's happening? What's going on, big guy? Boy, this is some good dead this, air this is some right great, there. No, this is good. I'm, it's Man, cool. This is like a family reunion. Dead it air is good to see everybody. So um, yeah, we got rid of one of the couches down here, unfortunately. So yeah, there's gonna be some standing room only stuff. There's a stair. Someone can come sit on my lap. There's a there. You know what? There's actually. Boy, we are. Come on. Come on. There's some folding chairs. I guess we can break out the folding chairs if you guys want. Uh, if, if somebody wants to drag out the bloodstained mattress from the corner over yeah, there. Yeah, 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 get that, yeah, yeah. You're not supposed to talk about that. Don't mind that. the chains if they pop out and grab you and pull you down the hell. So, no, I was, uh, hi, everybody. Good to see everybody. Uh, give us a few minutes here. <laughs> no, what I was saying, though, is just that idea, though. Um, that's where I'm kind of at with this whole thing. It's yeah. just that. It's, I just don't have those concerns anymore about producing some type of artifact. Mm-hmm. You know, and I've been through this idea over and over and over again. It's just about going somewhere. And if something happens, something happens. It's mine. Yes. It's yours. It's yours. It's Amber's. It's, it, you know, it's, just, it's something that you're going to experience. That's not to take away from, you know, the idea of having evidence and artifacts and things like that. Yes. If that's your thing, man, 10 points to you. But there's a problem with that, and you just illustrated that perfectly. Because, yeah, you're so busy staring at a meter... Or, or dealing with all the gadgets and things like that, like people do every day with their, their Cell lives. phones? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> you miss a lot of stuff, you yep. know. Um, and sometimes those things can kill you, too. Just yes. just a little pro tip to the kids out there. Yeah. Those things, sometimes there's like these vehicles, a cu- <laughs> couple, couple thousand pounds. Yeah, watch out. Yeah. I've seen this too many times. Mm-hmm. But and that's just, you know, the real you know, the daily thing. But the same thing happens when you're studying the paranormal. If you're out there investigating like that, you, that's exactly what you're talking about, man. You're going to miss stuff because you're just buried in the gauge. Yep. And, and you know, it's, again, it's just this weird thing. I'm, you know, I dance on mentally going, you know, I really think that's great. That's really good. But, you know, someday you're going to get to where we are. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think this is – I'm learning this more. The more people I meet in this field and talk to, it's a natural cycle, I think, that a lot of people go through. If you really care and you're really interested in this stuff, uh, where you really do want to get some answers or learn something, um, I've seen a lot of people follow this the same cycle where you do go through all of, you know, well, you, and it's different for everybody. It's not the yeah. same. But you kind of – the end point seems to be – very similar, like oh, fuck all this, <laughs> fuck all this, man. I'm tired of carrying around all. This. And it's you know maybe it is a bit of like I'm just tired of dealing with all this equipment. Yeah. But you know I think it does come down to a point where it's like no, I this thing isn't working for me. Maybe I need to see it with my eyes. Yeah. Which we have. Mm-hmm. I think everybody's sitting down here because there's like 50 people down here now. Um, <laughs> everybody down maybe here. Maybe they'll bring some heat. <laughs> <laughs> but I think everybody down here can agree with. Yeah. What's that? I didn't think I ate that much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
But I think I think everybody can agree on that. You know, we've all seen something with our eyes mm-hmm. or heard something or felt something. Yes. That to me is more compelling than any picture I've taken where something may have been anomalous or any audio I've taken where something may have been anomalous, right? It's those personal experiences. Exactly. That's what it's all about, man. Yeah. Totally. So, I mean, that's yeah, I, I don't know. The way to, I mean, technology, we're a technology driven race now. This is what we do. It's our lives. It's so ingrained into what we do down to every, you know, working out now. You got to have your Fitbit or whatever. Oh, now. Yeah. And you're, you're playing, you're playing. Yeah, there, there you go. Or I was doing it on my phone today when I was out walking. I mean, down to that point. And it's only, I think, going to intensify in this field, too. And, and I think that's really cool. But I think people should still be rooted in the idea that, you know, okay, look, you might see it with your eyes. And to me, that's the most amazing thing. Exactly. You know, so, all right, soapbox off. <laughs> but yeah that's 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 the where it's at i think mm-hmm. it really is all right where are we going from here i'm, I'm totally well, uh, oh, my mic off? oh yeah i turned your mic off we he didn't want to hear you uh, i was tired of hearing from you uh now that we got the the gang behind us um i know scott was talking about being on the uh edson yes yeah, yeah. That, that is one of the locations that I highly suggest uh, checking oh, out. And if, if you're not, I can't believe why we still haven't been on it. No, I know that. And, get beat up. and for wow. listeners who don't know, what is it, Scott? It's what and where it's, is it? It's a boat. No, it is not a boat. <laughs> what? Oh, it's not a submarine. Wayne, <laughs> come here. Yeah, let's what? Wayne, just go ahead. Wait, Wayne. Wayne. It's right. a ship. Here, here, come over here. There's a yeah. big difference. Yeah, here, just hop in. Hop in, Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> it's a ship. Yes, yes, that's correct. Well, I was being Not a, a smart. I was look. I was being a smart ass anyway. So don't take me verbatim. All right, go ahead, Wayne. You're on the mic. Now. No, no, go ahead, Scott. No, I'm not here to jump in on it. Oh, you're good. You got you, you got a oh, mic in front of you now. Yeah, go ahead, Wayne. Do it. I dare you. Go ahead. It's all yours. No, all, all the cool is, people uh, are doing it. Eat it. In basic Eat Michigan. It. Eat, Eat the mic. I'm sorry. Uh, Edson, the USS Edson is base, in Bay City, Michigan. It's a Navy destroyer. It's awesome. It's destroyer. one of two of its kind left in existence. Wow. And you can even stay the night on her. What? Yes. Yeah. Why have we not we have, done this yes, yet? We, we have facilities on board the ship now. What? <laughs> really, you can? Yes, you can. Wow. Uh, we were lucky enough to stay during a thunderstorm. It was amazing. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, and this is embarrassing because yeah, we this has been discussed several times in yeah. this circle. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. you guys have been there. Hello. And what's cool about it is all the it's all all run by a bunch of Navy vets, you know, men and women. I I could just feel the pride, the vibe on that ship was well, so cool, and they're so enthralled with what we do with the paranormal investigating that goes up there i mean they're yeah. all about it there's no negativity whatsoever yeah. nobody fighting it nobody any you know so all the volunteers or not all of them but a lot of them yeah whenever we do ghost hunts or anything else like that some of them will just come up there so they can take people around and and um That's so into cool. the areas that they're cool, normally yeah. not supposed to go yeah <laughs> <laughs> but, but they take them there, them there anyway so yeah they're all that's kind of refreshing when you go to a location and they're all about it too yeah so nice. when did yeah. you guys when did you guys go there what last year about a year yeah yeah, yeah i missed you guys god we suck there. oh i've been we trying suck. to bug them about it every other month i'd yeah. love to go up on the motorcycles one of these days dude let us we need to plan something because then we can go for a ride afterwards absolutely okay make a weekend of it that sounds awesome. good to me oh all right i'll i'll take my bicycle 
Give me the chase car. Yeah, chase car with the. I'll luggage. see you guys there in about a day or so. Where, wherever the destination is, man. Well, you know what, Scotty can ride on the back of mine. There's riding that. bitch. Yeah. I can ride bitch. Yeah, oh, dude, that'd be awesome. <laughs> ride bitch. I don't care. Come here to me, dude. I've seen. I've seen a cannonball run. We'll be doing a wheelie the whole way. Just face backwards. <laughs> I'll be scared enough, man. I don't need <laughs> just legs off the back, arms folded. Ghostly talk. <laughs>